check, check. Mic check. Show presented by Maxis Tires, 100% goggles, decal works, get data, and vertex pistol. On FlatbyMax.com, taking your calls and looking ahead to the races with your host, Steve Mathis. Yeah, welcome everybody. Fly Racing Moto 60 Show. One day late, but better late than never. Thank you for watching and listening on YouTube, listening the archive, uh, listening live, whatever it could be. Thank you very much. 702-586-7857. And uh, give us a call. Let's talk Unadilla and more. we got a bunch of riders coming in. I'm going to recap Loretta's uh, and more with Dan Truman from Get and Athena. He is in. So, uh, yeah, thanks, everybody, for checking us out. We were off for a couple weeks, and we are back. Uh, throughout the rest of the year, including the SMX races. So, uh, again, Fly Racing Moto 60 Show. Thank you to Fly Racing. 2024 gear, out and uh, looking good as well. Thank you to the folks at Fly Racing. Man, the Evo stuff that Swole and Hampshire was wearing at uh, Washougal, and they will keep wearing it, that is some sharp-looking stuff from Fly Racing. They've really, really done their great job. Formula S helmet, please read about this. It's a, it's a smart helmet. Get the app, look at it, all of that. Thank you to the folks at Fly Racing. For all that they do, go to your local dealer, go to motorsport.com, check it out, and uh, I promise me, you, I promise you, you will be pleased. We're giving away a Fly Racing helmet garage bag today on the show and a set of 100% goggles as well. So thank you to those guys. Uh, also, Decal Works, Vertex, 100% Get, Plum Creek Funding, uh, all on board with us, and Vertex Pistons, all on board with us, the Moto 60 show. Taking your calls over there in the corner, holding things down, 702-586-7857, the Tits Legendary. Tits, what's up? Feels good to be back. Really? Yeah. It actually oh, was, really? It was a long time. I didn't see you, and it was just, it was weird. Feels good to be back. Yeah. Glad to be here, Sounds at gay. least for another day or two. Okay. Uh, by the way, your question about how many miles, about 3,000. Yeah, that's a lot of miles. Right. Okay. Yep. Uh, also, working the cameras over there, he is back as well. Probably not happy to be back. Travis Marks, what's I'm up? I'm happy to be back. Oh, yeah? I just can't. If I'm going to make a dollar more than tits, I got to be one uh, percent yeah. more excited than yeah. tits. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So uh, happy to be here. Thanks, thanks for coming in, guys. Yeah. Appreciate it. Uh, let's knock this thing out with Dan Truman from Get and Athena seven zero two five eight six Pulp. Give us a call. Let's talk Unadilla and more. Pulp and Max Fantasy too. We got a bunch of dudes uh, coming in Unadilla. Uh, a bunch of weirdo European guys and Aussies and everything else. So that's going to shake things up. Jet Lawrence can clinch this weekend. Yeah, three rounds to go. He can clinch. Uh, Vertex Pistons, by the way, providing the highest quality aftermarket replacement and performance kits for the power sports industries. Complete engine rebuild kits, piston kits, casket kits, and more. Manufactured in Italy, the cast and forged pistons are the premier choices for power and performance. Vertex is also an industry leader in manufacturing high-performance gaskets 
made right in the USA for dirt bikes, ATVs, UTVs, snowmobiles, and more. And uh, thank you to those guys. And also, 100%, Pulp 30 is the code to save with 100%. Whether it's that Jet Lawrence guy, Star Racing, Yamaha, Cooper Webb, AP. AP renewed up with KTM, by the way. I don't know if you guys saw that press release, but AP is back with KTM. Uh, Pulp 30 is the code to save on goggles and glasses and casual wear. Whether it's the street bike racing guys, downhill mountain biking, MLB, motocross, of course. They've got it all at 100%, and Pulp 30 is the code to save with those guys. So thank you to the folks at 100% for uh, uh, helping us out and uh, giving you that code. Pulp 30 is the code to save. So we'll talk some um, designations. We'll talk some Loretta's. I want to go through uh, the Loretta's a little bit with Dan Truman and um, also talk about some uh, – these SMX races are going to count for national points. Uh, I want to talk to Dan a little bit about that as well. Uh, I thought they were not going to count. That's what somebody I talked to – maybe a month ago, said that they, somebody who would know, said that they didn't think they were going to count, and now we hear that they are going to count. So, yeah, we can get into that and more. Again, 702-586-757. Got a few lines open. Uh, call in. Let's talk Unadilla and more. Uh, from Get and Athena over there in Florida, Stan Truman. What's up, Dan? How are you? I'm good. I'm not going this weekend, so I'm excited. I am not going either. I just got back from Sturgis. You ever been? Uh, I have not been. You were doing Motocross Nation team stuff? They got inducted into the Sturgis Motorcycle Hall of Fame. Wow. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. So uh, Sturgis is, I feel like, Dan, Sturgis is right up your alley. Yeah, I, I think I'm actually not allowed to go. <laughs> okay. I think that would be the reason I have never gone. <laughs> I could see you really enjoying Sturgis. Those stories you've heard about our one uh, gentleman from Loretta Lynn's might be the same stories you would hear about me at Sturgis. Yeah, yeah, okay, fantastic. Uh, It was a fun time. I want to thank Chris and everybody at Sturgis Hall of Fame Motorcycle Museum for having me up. Donnie Hansen, Dave Arnold, Danny Laporte, uh, all there as well. Chuck Sun. Uh, yeah, so it's fun time. Uh, stay tuned for a podcast and a YouTube video of the uh, of the night and all of that. So, uh, all right, Dan. You know what? Let's talk Loretta's. Let's get that out of the way first of all. Um, I think you, you you went for a couple of days, right? No, I ended up not going because oh, okay. of the weather. We had Honda testing here. Um, we were testing some get stuff uh, for the boys with Lars and them. So Lars flew up on Wednesday. I ended up just staying back and not going. Yeah. But I I watched all the motos and obviously Paul went for a couple of days. So yeah. I kind of. You know, follow it now, well enough to know what's going on. The mud uh, hurt things a little bit for sure. Uh, hurt some of the racing and all of that. Uh, they cut back the motos for maybe the first time uh, in a long time. I remember back in the 90s, they only did two motos one year. But basically, uh, Daxon Bennett takes the Horizon Award winning. No surprise there. But, Dan, did who stuck out for you? Who, who shined at Loretta's? Uh, any surprises or anything from, from the various classes? Yeah, in the in the A class, I think Finnis was really good the first two motos. Mm-hmm. His speed was good. He came from the back, and he rode really good. Uh, it was really cool to see Gavin Towers win. He didn't win a moto, but he was good all week, and that was good. He had had a bunch of injuries all year. Um, he's kind of like the underdog that we've seen. You know, Dax and Deegan and those guys were always the guys, and he was just behind them. Um, but, I mean, all the, the good contenders in the A class won. Juju won two motos. Mm-hmm. Dax won some motos. Things like that. In the B class, uh, Daniel Blair's kid, Fapani, was awesome. He crashed in the last moto um, and kind of threw away the title. Everybody thought he was dead last. Mm -hmm. Uh, Somebody had fell on him. And he came up and uh, I think he got the second or third, and he won the the title. Uh, It was a B-limited class, so not all the big heavy hitters were in it. Mm -hmm. But just watching him ride, you know, it was pretty impressive. So 
Um, it was cool to see Nick Way's kid win the mini bike class. Yeah. Um, you know, Vince is, he's led a lot of motos there a lot of years and, and thrown a lot of titles away, but, uh, that was pretty cool as well. So, um, I mean, but overall, I think most of the, the guys we kind of expected to be in the front were there and there was definitely a few more disappointments for me than, than I was <laughs> surprises, I guess. You could uh, say. Juju, I think then again, I don't follow this that closely, but we all know his Supercross skills were good, but I kind of heard his motocross skills weren't as good. Uh, but they certainly look pretty good at the ranch, and he's going to race starting at Bud's? Yeah, he'll start at Bud's Creek. Uh, I think most of those guys will start at Bud's Creek. Casey Cochran will go from the B class to to pro, same as Deegan did. Um, Mark Finnis will race starting at Bud's Creek. Uh, same with Juju. Uh, he'll be on KTM. But, yeah, he came and actually rode the compound a little bit. Davey had reached out earlier this year, and he was really good in Supercross. We didn't ride moto that week, but I've mm-hmm. kind of heard the same thing. He's more yeah. of a Supercross-skilled rider. Uh, I think he'll, he'll do fine. I think he'll be just around the Hawkins, that group, for the first few races. So do you think he's going to get a spot on the Red Bull team next year, like 250s? Is this? Is yeah, this? I, think, I think he'll be next to Tom Vio. Okay. I don't. I don't know that. I mean, I yeah. don't have any confirmation, but yeah. yes, I think so. But yeah, they're they're ready to make the jump or whatever for for yeah. him. And Cochran, uh, same as the Rockstar Energy Team, or Rockstar Husky Team, like that's yeah, yep. yeah. Casey's locked into a deal. Um, whether he starts in Supercross or waits till outdoors, mm-hmm. I'm not sure. They they have two two fifty riders, so yep. he would be the third guy. Right. Um, but uh, yeah, I think Casey. Casey showed a lot of speed this year. I think they did a good job holding him back in the B class. And then, you know, same as Deegan did last year, same right. program. Now, we we had a claim gate last year at Loretta's with the Deegan's bike and all of that. Do you know if the Bennett, if the Star guys uh, did not give him a full bike, a full factory bike? Do we know if that was, you know, uh, sort of – I know they changed some of the claiming rules as well, you know, but uh, – Yeah, I, I again, since I wasn't there, I yep. don't – but I don't think he was on – I mean, he didn't, like – he didn't hold shot and I don't even think one race so I, okay. I don't think he like had some amazing bike or anything I would assume he was on an amateur spec bike um, Dax is good enough to win anyway it was really weird though Dax went like 7-2-2 two, two in the other class um, mm-hmm. and then he went 1-1-1 one, one, one in the other class so kind of hot, hot and cold but he was by far the best guy on the weekend color me shocked that the guy that raced multiple pro nationals trains at star racing all week has a full factory bike you know at these nationals uh, went to an amateur competition and kicked ass color me shocked yeah i mean a lot of the kids in the class have raced the national though a lot of those kids have raced the national um this year even you know even boast plug and you know um yeah who else you got lux turner i mean the kid who got a a 12th at redbud in the 450 class he raced loretta's he got 12th in the 450 class redbud who's that um, I would need to look it up, but I just know that he got 12th at Red Bud. I was yeah. doing handicaps the okay. other day. Yeah, yeah, No, I, I just – this is the point where I'm like, what's the line anymore? What's the blurred line between pros and amateurs? And, like, the poor amateur kid that shows up that actually can't, you know, race at a compound all week and, and, and ride at the compound all week and race pro nationals shows up at Loretta's and is immediately at a disadvantage. I guess you can say there's not many of those kids anymore, but, but I mean, they're out there. Good luck. And his, his name is Bryce Shelley, and he actually he got 11th. He went 15-12, that red bud. Yeah. Uh, just behind Adam Cincerello, by the way. And now we're putting these kids into the SMX races as well? Now, So now they're getting, you know, the full 
It's just the what, what? What are we doing? I don't know, man. The, uh, the, the I, line. I'm not, I'm not against letting them get experience, though. I'm going to disagree with you there. I think them getting experience is okay. Well, I mean, it's, yeah, it's, it's called it's called the compound. That's your experience. I'm sorry, the compound. It's called the uh, the fucking uh, the, combine. the combine. combine. It's called the combine. Yeah, but, There's but your experience. We need more of them, then. We need more of them. Well, okay, fine. Put more in there, but we like literally like guys like Forkner and Barsha and Cooper Webb. They didn't have combines. They didn't race nationals. They didn't do all this stuff, and they were fine. They looked, They turned out okay. Nobody was like, oh, God, they need experience. They literally jumped in and were fine. Like, then let's have, let's have a combine at, like, at least half of Okay, the great. And That's I, fantastic. And, and then I'm fine with it. But I think, they sh- I think our problem is our amateurs don't race enough, and that's what I'm – we have a couple of amateurs, the disappointments of Loretta's, that we look after, and they haven't raced. And so well, they show up there, and they're nervous, and this and that. So I think... Well, go that, race more then. There's, there's I, racing all are. over the country. I mean... My, my kids race in the next six or next eight weeks. Right. <laughs> yeah, so. uh, I don't know. I, I, this, is, this could be a preview of my Race Tech ran on Monday, so maybe we don't have enough time. But I just... Like, what we, the what, fuck is going on? One thing we can on? agree on is the national numbers thing. So when we get to that, we can agree on that. Yeah. So. Yeah, we'll get into that. Um... Drew Adams, you have you didn't mention him, and I know you're real tight with him. He rides at the place. Were you not happy? Was he one of your disappointments? Yeah, he's my disappointment. He's, okay, I I look after Drew. I you know help him do his deals. Um, yeah, he didn't ride good. He rides good during the week, and you know he got there and he straight up told us he got a little nervous. I mean, he had a three or four point lead going into the third moto, crashed twice. You know. Oh, so he was leading his class. I didn't know this. Okay. Yeah, the B class, the Casey Cochran's class. He oh. was leading going into the last moto. Okay. Um, Casey had a, a shoulder injury in the second moto. Drew went two-two, and but yeah, he just he he ended up second overall. I mean, it, yeah, that's good. But we expect Drew to be, you know, the guy. Yeah. And uh, he hasn't been racing, so Drew will start at the combine. He'll race the combine, and then he'll race for the next seven weeks after that, just anywhere he can race. Yeah. Baja Acres, uh, Florida Gold Cups, sure. uh, Ponca City. So he just, we just, we don't, we don't need him to just train with Jet and Hunter every day. Apparently, that's you know, yeah, not good enough. Yeah, so yeah no. We need well, him to just go get gate drops and race. So. Look, look, uh, Loretta's, uh, he, he's riding 450, right? Drew? No, he's on, he just turned 15, so he rides he just rides 250B. And oh, I thought boy. he rode one class in 450s. Okay. No, no, but, he rode the he rode the two premier classes, schoolboy and, mm-hmm. and 250B, and he is talented on the bike. That's why these people all support him. Um, but yeah, he's got to figure out some things. But yeah. I mean, the emphasis of Loretta's like, I mean, Jeremy Martin never won Loretta's. He won two outdoor titles. So yeah, I mean, no, listen, I, I, I agree. And Mike Larocco was never that great there. And Jeff Stanton won a 100 class, and that was it. And McGrath won a C class. Uh, there's plenty of examples of great pros that never did much at Loretta's. You know, I mean, every, every 450 champion since 1989, though, born in the USA, did win a title at Loretta's. Okay, so. all right, fair enough. I also let's talk about that track, and it's too small. It really it is. is, you know. It's it, 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 yeah. It's not it's a. Not it's, a it's, it's not a pro level track. No. You take Dax or Drew. You know, Drew's riding an outdoor track, the same one the boys ride during the week, and then goes to Loretta's, and he said he felt like he was in a fishbowl. Yeah. Know, just yeah. Like, no, yeah. I, I agree. You know, so like the, I, lo- I love the idea of a ranch that nobody can ride all year, and it's it's a new, neutral ground and all that. But these bikes have outgrown that place. There's no doubt about that. So. Yeah. All right. Um. And then uh. Yeah. So that's Loretta's recap. Uh. And. Phineas was maybe the surprise then, the, the gas gas TLD rider. 
Yeah, I yep. think Finnis was yep. speed-wise. He was the biggest surprise to me. He came through the pack. He passed a lot of guys. Mm-hmm. You know, he he was the biggest surprise for me for sure. Okay, all right, fair enough. Seven zero two five eight six seven eight five seven. Giving away one hundred percent goggles, and also uh, we are giving away a Fly Racing a Helmet Garage. We have some phone calls for Dan on the line. Uh, let's go to Jeremy. He's on one. Uh, Jeremy, what's going on? Welcome to the Fly Racing Moto Sixty Show. What's up, guys? Uh, gonna make a quick tangent real fast before I get into what I wanted to talk about. Okay, uh, the combines. I think factories are wanting more combines for their riders to get experience so they're not getting tossed in and they don't look good immediately. I think they're just wanting good results from them immediately. That's my personal thought on it. Yeah, no, I, I, you know, like, like somehow though, like when do, like these managers make these choices of riders and they spend hundreds of thousands of dollars supporting these riders and then they don't Mm -hmm. pan out. And then at what point does the finger get pointed at the managers and say like, why would you? Help that kid. Like sometimes Weege Weege has told me this, and this makes a great point. You don't have to support the kid who wins every year because sometimes the class just isn't that fast, right? That 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 year of riders, the the the, the whatever year, they're just not that good. But somebody's going to win. But that doesn't mean you have to yeah. give them all the support. Like you know, why don't you, why doesn't the managers? Why don't they be better at deciding who gets support and who doesn't? You know. Yep. It's hard, though, right? Like, I obviously talked to this with Ryan Holiday, who's been trying to find the next best guy forever. And Adama, who's going to be MX2 world champion, he was just a 10th place B in schoolboy rider two years ago at Loretta's. 10th place. Mm-hmm. You know? Like, so Ryan's like, how am I supposed to know this kid is the guy? Well, you, uh, well he's, a, he's a f- coming over racing a, a fishbowl from Europe. There's a lot of things why that could be weird for a European person. I get you know? it. Oh, Jet Reynolds, best amateur yeah. we've seen in the last 10 years. Yep. Yeah. You know, he was. But he, he got hurt. But he got hurt. You know? Okay. I, I don't know. Like, right. I, I, I understand what Ryan's saying, and I get that point. But, like, again, like, just be better. Be better at your job. I don't know. I don't. I don't know. That's hard. That's hard. It, okay. I mean, well, sure. Oh. Sure. It's hard. I get it, Dan. I, I'm. I'm not saying I could do a better job, but like, you. The, there, there's hundreds of thousands of dollars being wasted on kids that don't that don't turn out. How about you support less kids? Or how about you know, like Tyler Keith told me years ago, why am I giving all this help to amateurs? Why don't I just find uh, a kid like Justin Cooper who did really well for Star and just steal him after two years? I don't disagree with that at all. Right. I mean, I've had the same talk with Tyler Keith about it, and yeah. uh, I mean, Hondas have. I mean, Honda went and got you know who they got for next year. Yeah. Uh, I think that's out uh, because they are not going to take a chance on you know Gavin Towers right now because that doesn't make sense. They got to develop them, spend yeah, all the money. Yeah, absolutely. Why don't, so why hey. don't we go pay a little bit more money and we're we're a guy to, that can win races? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like I would we're just about say- to see that with Triumph and Beta too, right? I mean, they're coming into it. They're going to get riders like that. Yeah, yeah. By the way, Dan Mosman to Triumph, right? That's done. Uh, I, I think that it's close. I don't know if okay. it's done. Right. I mean, it was definitely being talked about. So. Yeah, I think I think it's done from what I hear. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so go ahead, uh, anyway, Jeremy. I mean, what else? Uh, yeah. So, Unadilla, I was watching the Instagram video of them ripping the track up with an excavator. It was mesmerizing watching them do that. Well, I've never ridden, a, like, a straight grass track. I know high points like that for one of their first rides for the year. What would it be like if they left it grass for – practice guys go out and start riding it as a grass track still marked off boundaries wise but like it used to be is yeah. that right it used to be that way like the guys who rode back in the day told me that they had to, their radiators were full of grass and their bikes were overheating um i don't uh, know 
I mean, even if it's cut, like, mowed short. Yeah. I mean, I, it looks very mown, I guess. I, I don't know. I, I Yeah, why, why not, Dan? Let's do it the old school. Must Different, be a right? I mean, shit. Variety. Yeah, we had this talk uh, during the Honda test last week. You know, the guys run the same tires pretty much every single weekend. Uh, tracks are the same. Yeah. You know, back you know years ago, everybody would run different tires. There was a hard pack option, things like that, because they were prepped different, you know. Um, right now, they're all kind of prepped the same. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just our outdoor series has kind of gotten into that. I, I think they're trying to be better, but I don't necessarily know that it has gotten better. Yeah. Yeah, I'd like to see J- Jeremy. Another thing about Unadilla, what I don't understand either, and I talked to Daniel Laporte about this this weekend when I was in Sturgis this week, like Unadilla's, it's better than it used to be. Because it was blown out for a long time, it's gotten better. They've done better job of keeping it natural. But why don't they just move the stakes over twenty feet? Like I don't, and have the spectators stand on the existing track. Like there's tons Is, uh, of motocross race. The only race they have there, I believe the so. Yeah, they have an amateur track on the other side. I think this is the only race they have all year on this particular yeah, track. They have a GNCC silly. and stuff, but like just move the yeah. banners over twenty feet, and we got fresh, fresh track. I don't get that part. Yeah. But I don't know. Uh, hey, Jeremy, do you want to set 100% goggles or the Fly Racing uh, Helmet Garage? I uh, don't know what the Helmet Garage is. It's so like a I bag. It's, it's a bag that holds helmet and goggles and stuff. Um, yeah. Oh, I have. Well, I actually have one of those. Okay. I didn't know that was what it was called, I guess. What do you. So yeah, you, goggles would be cool. Goggles? All right, goggles. stay on hold. We'll get you those. Yeah. All right. Thank you. Appreciate cool, thank it. You. Uh, yeah, Dan, just move the, move the banners over. Can we do that? Uh, why not? I mean, we got nets and supercross. Why can't we move the banners over? <laughs> okay, all right. So you're on me. You're on it with me. Uh, we have uh, Faith on three. Faith, what's going on? Hi, I was wondering why Roxton is racing this weekend. What he was Dan. Series? You're you're tight with uh, those guys. He was planned to do Unadilla and Buds, Dan, and then I uh, plan to not do it. Uh, yeah, he is. <laughs> Uh, um, yeah, he was planning to do Unadilla and Buds, and I believe he is obligated to do a couple other things that came up. And, I, yeah, I mean, I can't speak for him, but I think yeah. he's got to do something else. Dude, it's a, it's tra- a lot of work. It's a lot yeah. of work. He was riding yeah. outdoors, though. Ch- Chase has been riding with them at Sandbox. Uh-huh. They've been riding together and doing motos, and uh, he was planning to race. I think there is still a small chance he races one of the last two. He, he would like to. Um, the team had to go to Loretta's. For, you know, they support uh, what? The Suzuki riders. What? Yeah. Who was there on Suzuki? What? I, I didn't. I think they're, they're supporting Barry, maybe, but that's that's the only guy that I know. Yeah, Barry the, knows. The, the semi was there. Austin? The semi and the team staff were there. For, so for Barry? I don't know, man. <laughs> I just know that they were there. Look at their social medias. I just okay. Pi- 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 pipes. What the hell were you doing? <laughs> Um, anyway, yeah. anyway, he had planned to race. I think he had some stuff come up that he has to take care of. Sure. And uh, he still maybe will race one of the last two. That would be awesome. Thanks, Faith. Thanks for the call. Thank you. Uh, so, Dan, literally, you can't name a Suzuki amateur other than Barry? Uh, a Suzuki amateur. Yeah. They don't have any 65s, 85s, 125s. Uh, Barry? Barry's good. Oh yeah, yeah, Barry needs the support. You're right. I really don't know any of I know. Them, I just like, what the hell is a semi doing there? But all right. Yeah. Uh, Briggs is on, too. What's up, Briggs? What's up, guys? Uh, hey, good show. Um, wanted to ask, have the teams spent a lot of money? I mean, how much money have these teams lost over the last 10 years investing in these young rookies? Why not just all get together like they did with these starting dates and propose a salary cap for incoming rookies? 
um, and go that route. I mean, I think that's awesome, but who's going to enforce this? And, and how are you going to stop these guys from paying them on the side? And, like, is the AMA going to go, like, hey, let's see the contract? Like, who's enforcing this? I get it. In real sports, you know, there's unions and, and there's collective bargaining. I mean, Briggs, I don't, I'm not saying it's a bad idea, but, yeah, you know. Um, um, just, what about, you what about not a real sport? What's that? You say we're not a real sport. Well, you know what I mean, Dan. I mean, <laughs> Dan, the AMA, are we a real sport? Does the AMA I think mean, we're a real sport? Hey, I'm going to give the AMA credit. They are trying. They, they are. Really, they really are trying. You're right. They, they're trying to do things better. You're right. Um, 100%. Uh, but, Briggs, I like your idea and think I, I bet Dan does too, but there's just no way to enforce this. I, I have one other thing, the potential suggestion that would make it more fun, especially for offseason. Okay. What about a have a rookie season, everybody that goes in that's like top amateurs, and do like a draft where the winning team that won the championship last year gets last pick. Oh, one come of these on, other Briggs, teams. come on. We're not doing no? that. We're not doing that. No. No. All right. No. But, all right. Thanks he for the doesn't call. like drafts in Thank any you. form of sports. He struggles with <laughs> drafts. Uh, whatever. Hey, Dan, listen, uh, Trey Lance lit it up, I guess, in scrimmage the other day. So. Oh, perfect. Yeah. Um, no, you're just you're not going to have a draft. You're not going to have a salary cap. Like I think that it would be a great idea to have a salary cap. Like what outside of purse money, we treat the 250 riders exactly the same as Eli Tomac. They get the same TV time. They have the same races. Their points count towards national numbers. They have an SMX with all this money. They have all the sponsorships. The salaries are close. What is the difference? Between a regional class that you're supposed to learn in and get the hell out of, theoretically, that's why it's set up that way, and the premier class, Eli Tomac, there's no difference. There's no difference. You know, Jeremy Martin was making seven hundred grand back in the day. Like, why would you ever want to move up? Why? Outside of purse money, which no one gives a shit at when you're at that level, there's no difference. Yeah, we had this conversation actually the other day about, you know, guys like Josh Hansen being at the time was maybe one of the highest, to this day, maybe still one of the highest paid 250 riders. Yeah. You know, when he had Josh Grant. Deals. Yeah. Josh Grant, Ryan Mills, guys like that. And the guy I was talking to was like, well, how come? And I said, well, there's some of these guys like Davalos and nothing against Marty, but he made a very good career in the 250 class. He wasn't a champion. Um, I mean, RJ Hampshire will be a good 450 rider, but for example, he's like eight or nine years into the 250 class. And yeah. He makes a good living. Yeah. Um, and then you are going to always get that guy, the Justin Cooper, the Colt Nichols that comes in and wins the title and has to move up. But I mean, a guy like Colt Nichols had to, you know, not had to, he went to beta and doing this yeah. career path. Yeah. I mean, this guy's raced no, one 450 listen, national in his career. The best thing to do is be Jeremy Martin, get hurt, don't point out, and just just get hurt enough to miss three races a year in Supercross, and just don't point out, and you will fucking make so much money. That's the best thing to do in our sport. Yeah, I, yeah. I mean, I don't want to say get hurt, but... No, I mean, but... It, yeah, yes, in, yes, in general... Well, never mind. One year, he didn't even get hurt. He just stayed home. He just stayed home. They just said, don't race. So and, like, and you look, you look at guys in the class that are that have pointed out, and look at the ones that it's affecting. Shane McElrath pointed out, never won a title. Joey Savacci pointed out, never won a title. And basically, when they do that, they're just searching for a job yeah. because they have yep. to ride a 450, and there's no team. Great job, so, guys, doing exactly what you're paid for, yeah. and, and win a bunch of races. Oh, you got fucked. Yeah. So I, I, 
I do think that there is a problem with that. I think in the motocross series, if we did some sort of co- more combines or an EMX class, like I'll give Europe credit. I think they do a great job with the EMX series. They can kind of see how the guys are on the same weekends and, you know, bump them up like AAA ball does and say, yeah. hey, this, you know, this guy on Husky is good. Like, you know, Casey and our other guys are hurt. Let's yeah. put them in, you know. Well. So. I think they do a good job on that. Yeah. How about this? How about you don't give the 250 class the three SMX races? Just listen, we, we, we have all this money for 450s. We're going to make the premier class actually have like something to, to aspire to. But nope, nope, we're going to pay you too, 250 class. Don't worry, we're going to pay you guys also. Like it's, yeah. it's the, so the, fun. The biggest thing I disagree on is the points. Um, you know, I did the did some num. Obviously, I do the numbers every year. And yeah. you look at somebody like Oldenburg, and nothing against Oldenburg, he's a great rider. He's going to have a lower number than guys that race the entire 450 series, like Justin Starling, right. who made 15 of 17 main events in the premier class. Somebody like Cameron McAdoo, I think he raced four races last year, mm-hmm. five maybe, five yeah. races. He's going to have a lower number than all but three 450 guys yeah. that raced the entire yeah. Supercross series and Outdoor no, Series. No, we give them everything. They get everything. <laughs> Don't They get everything, every benefit of a premier class guy. They got the salaries. They got the points. They, they get the salary. They, they, get, they got everything. They got the SMX races. They get the TV coverage. You know, at least like IndyCar back in the day, like the, premier, like the, the, the Formula Lights or the IndyCar Lights, they weren't even on TV. You know, so if you were like a, a, an Indy Lights champion, you didn't get to go on TV. But not our class. We treat these guys like Jesus, you know? Yeah, I mean, and you do look at other big sports, MotoGP. I mean, there's no, I mean, I don't know if you could tell me who's good in MotoGP, but you definitely could tell me who's good Quattanaro. in Quattanaro. <laughs> no, oh. he is not. Oh. <laughs> okay? Okay. He was a champion a while ago. Um, but my point is, is Moto2 and Moto3, they don't get praised as much as, you know, the MotoGP class or yeah, Formula 1. Right. You, everybody knows Max Verstappen and Lewis Hamilton, but they don't know no. who the Formula E driver is. They don't. the championship. Yeah, yeah, but not in our sport. So, like, just fuck it. Make it wide open. Like, just make, if we're going to do this, no pointing out, full 17 round of 250s, and... Factory Cowie can have a 250 under their truck if they want, if there's some special rider, you know, like Stu back in the day. And, and otherwise, Mitch can have his own guys. You know, like just, yeah, it's it's, it's ridiculous. All right. I mean, I mean I'm mean, i not against that. The, the series gets very deflated, right? I mean, Mitch starts with six guys, ends up with one and a fill-in at that point. I think people are so scared in the old times. We're going to lose more jobs, more mechanics, more of this. I still think Mitch fields four riders, you know, in a 17-round series. I still yeah. think he has four riders. I still think Star has 13 or 15 or how many riders they have. I still think these teams will have a lot of riders. So I don't know that it's going to lose many jobs. Uh, I think I, I agree with you. Maybe the championship rule, where if you if you win a title, you get a year to defend or something mm-hmm. like that, and then you have to move up. Yeah. But the points and the age rule and, or anything like that, we don't have age rule here, but I think that it should be open. Yeah. I, I don't disagree with you. Yeah, they do make just... his money. They, they, and, and I don't, I'm not upset with R.J. Hampshire or Davalos or, or these guys for staying there, but you look at Chase Sexton, he got forced out early. He was only 18 or 19. I mean, Forkner had that title pretty much locked up. He blew his knee out. Chase won one race that year. Mm-hmm. And they're like, hey, Chase, uh, so you got next year to defend, and then uh, you got to ride 450. And, they, I mean, it worked out great. But yeah, yeah. in some cases, that might not work out so good. Well, you know? my point to these guys that were telling me that uh, I got to move up and there's no rides, I say to them, well, okay, how about you just work your balls off and you earn a ride? Like, what, what if you just go to 
Rock River or somebody like that, and then you crush it and you earn yourself a ride. Is that is that a problem? Why should you step into a three hundred thousand dollar four fifty factory ride? How about you just start at the bottom and earn it? Like I, uh, you know, yeah, that that conversation I can promise you. Whoever you had it with, which I assume... Oh, I had it with Marty, I had it with J-Mart, I had it with RJ, I had it with all of them. They don't like that. I get it. (laughs) I understand it. But, like, what about that? Like, just earn it, you know? Um, Look, Sexton had won one outdoor moto in his career when he moved up, you know? Like, yeah, I just... It worked out. Like, there's... How about you just work your balls off and do really well? I don't know. But, no, you want the the half a million dollar deal right away with your gear included? So, last point before we talk about Unadilla... And it's also going to get me upset. Fly Race and Moto 60 show with Dan Truman. <laughs> SMX points are now counting towards national numbers. So we have a single points at round one, double points at round two, triple points at round three. These are now counting for national numbers. Yeah. So at least it's all of the guys, right? Yeah. So it's both coast. So I'm okay, I'm okay with that. What I don't like is that you get triple points yes. for the third round. Right. So, I mean, you're getting triple points, so some guy can get 75 points for winning the last race. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, obviously, you know, most of our numbers are – the numbering system is needs to be adjusted. I don't think it's been changed since maybe 2012, I think, was the last kind of adjustment. Um, there's a lot of permanent numbers. There's a lot of guys that still have their number that I don't know if they're coming back. Brock Tickle, uh, just keeping his number? I love Tickle. He's a great dude, but just going to give him his number? Yeah, for how, Tickle. For how long? I I don't know how. I mean, Chad Reed still has 22. I don't. I don't know that Chad's coming back ever. <laughs> you know. Um, so just in general, um, I think there need, definitely needs to be some modifications. Which again, the AMA has tried. Last year, they just gave everybody a number. Like Caroli has a number this year. Uh, obviously, he's never going to use it. But they used to not give you a number if you had an FIM license or you were yep. on an international license. Yep. And now everybody gets a number no matter what. They yep. change that. So. Right. I just think that it needs to be adjusted. I don't know the correct answer, but I know giving triple the amount of points to a 250 rider. Um, I mean, a guy could get 10th in the 250 class, and he's going to get a lower number. If he just gets, if he DNFs the first round, DNFs the second round, and gets 10th at the third round, he'll get a lower number than Justin Starling. Yeah. Yeah, I just... And that's, to me, that, that just, that's not good. You know, Justin is building a program, and I use him for example because I know him and I feel like he's okay doing that. He works hard to build a program. He made all but two main events in the 450 class, and having a low two-digit number helps him with sponsors and stuff. People like that, you know, merchandise and things like that. So, I don't know. Yeah. All right. Uh, Get and Athena, how's everything going? What's uh, what's selling? What's moving? Yeah, it's good. Uh, Right now, we're we're working on new products. We have a new ECU that's going to get launched at uh, Motocross and Nations. Um, Like across the board for everything? Yeah, I wasn't supposed to say that, but whatever. Uh, So (laughs) Motocross Nations will will launch a new ECU. Uh, It's pretty cool. It's got uh, our projects that we've done with the OE brands. Mm -hmm. We're growing more and more with OE brands. It's really allowed us to have uh, a little bit more technology and be closer with some of this stuff. And, um, yeah, we'll have, like, live tuning on your phone. Not We have live tuning now, but live uh, monitoring so Mm -hmm. you can see – you know, RPMs and and all that stuff on your phone uh, for a lot of these guys. So what the factories have now, yeah. Yeah, so basically what the factories have now will be kind of available to everybody. Mm -hmm. Um, So, yeah, it's pretty cool. It's it's a project we've been working on for a long time, and and we actually have a launch date. It'll be around the ICMA show in November. 
nice. uh, in a big motorcycle show. But yeah, as far as right now, it's you know the same stuff: two strokes, four strokes. The um, the current two strokes. I know everybody. A lot of Paul listeners have the new KTM and Husky EFI bikes. Mm-hmm. Uh, two strokes. The ECUs have been delayed, but we should have them this month uh, by the end of August. So I have a bunch of your listeners that reach out, mm-hmm. and, um, you know, it just things get delayed. That's how it works right now in this world. But, no, it's been awesome, man. Good. Uh, it's good. I, and, obviously, with the factory Honda team using the product, uh, well, listen, it's been I, huge. I had no issues riding Jet's bike or Chase's <laughs> bike or Hunter's bike with ignition. I had no problems, no issues. Yeah. Yeah, yeah they've done a good job, obviously. I. I'm on the back end, you know, they have their engine guys now and, and they've learning the software. I still, I still help out where I can. They have smart guys over there, but I, if you would have made a comment about any of their throttle responses or the way their bikes pulls out, you would have been lying because the bikes are pretty good. Yeah. Well, I guess they, I don't know if Lars was joking or not, but it was the last bike I rode was Hunter's and it, my arms were pumped up and my hands were sore and all of that. Um, cause I'd ridden th- 30 minutes on the other bikes. And I guess they said that I only opened Hunter's throttle position 87% of the way. On my, I mean, I, yeah, I mean, they can see it also. I know. I, and I was like, are you sure? Because it felt like going up the hill, it felt like wide open. And they're like, yeah, no. Yeah. <laughs> so, and, and that's the craziest stuff with the data. And that was a big reason Honda went to using Git uh, was the data. So we have data on all their practice bikes. And, you know, I mm-hmm. just did an interview with Racer X and explained this. If there's an issue on the bike, not a Git-related issue, but a issue in general, yeah, anything, they, can, yeah. they can see it. And I mean, we can see it right away. Their, their practice mechanic, um, he has a laptop and he plugs into it and it goes into a, you know, to a file. And, uh, I mean, yeah, they plugged in after you rode the bike and they can see everything. They can see what gear you're in. They can yeah. see everything. And, um, I, I mean, That's that cool. part of it, it helps. It is cool, for sure. Uh, so if you want a discount from Get and Athena on cylinder kits and piston kits or, or ECUs or CDIs, uh, email us using the contact form on PulpMX, and we'll pass it on to Dan, and you'll get a PulpMX show deal. Uh, thank you to Decal Works. Their mission is to cater to those who love to ride, upholding the true definition of quality, service, and knowledge. Decal MX, PulpMX23 is the code to save. Decal MX, number one for many reasons. And also, thank you to the folks at Plum Creek Funding. If you got a vacation home like Mark's, uh, if you're trying to purchase a home in 2023, first-time buyer, investor, Plum Creek Funding has programs that suit your needs. If you already own a home, you want to pull some cash out, Rates are kind of high right now. Uh, contact a professional with over 25 years of experience. Reach out to Zach today, 720-212-4685, Z-A-C-H at PlumCreekFunding.com. Thank you to Zach. Uh, Fly Racing, too, at Fly Racing USA on their social channels, and please check them out. That uh, new Fly Racing gear, um, JT's not even going to listen to this, Dan, but, but they did a really good job. That stuff looks much better. Great job. Yeah. The stuff that uh, Swole and, and yeah. those guys wore at Washougal, like, the best stuff they've had in years. Absolutely. In my opinion. I agree. Uh, 702-586-7857. we got some lines open still. Giving away a fly racing uh, helmet garage uh, bag as well. Uh, Dan, a little bit of silly season news that was confirmed. Uh, Aaron Plessinger is going to stay at KTM. We kind of knew all that already. But, um, look, man, he's – like, he's uh, – I don't know if he's going to win a championship. I don't think so. Um, he, he can win races. He can get on the podium. He's, but he is absolutely a fan favorite. He's a great guy to talk to. Uh, the fans love him. They were losing their minds at Washugo when he was winning. Like, it's a win-win thing for him uh, to stay there and for the brand to have him. Uh, he's a great secondary type of 450 guy to have. 
A hundred percent. I love AP. I, I love, you know, his honesty. When he's hurt, he kind of doesn't hide it. He says, yeah, man, I hurt my back or I did this. <laughs> yeah. You know, like yeah. he's not he's not really holding back, and I just think he's a, you know, he's a real guy. Yeah. You know, he's, he's real. I think it's good for the team. Um, I have heard this week AP's had a good couple weeks of riding, so I think that he'll be better these last three. Again, I don't. I'm with you. I don't know that he wins a title, especially with Eli and you know Jet coming mm-hmm. up and Chase. I think still chases the top of the class, uh, you know, going into Supercross. So yeah, but he's a great second guy. I yeah. mean, if you could yeah. go go racing with the number one plate in AP, sign me up. Yeah, that's what they had last year. No, so. I agree, man. He's uh, he's a great guy and a great ambassador for the sport for sure. And he's the only cowboy I know from Ohio. So. You know, <laughs> um, all right. Hey, we got a bunch of guys showing up for Unadilla. We've always this race has always seen different dudes show up. Stefan Everett's, Josh Coppins, uh, et cetera, et cetera, have come to Unadilla over the years. We got Harry Coolis. We got Jay Wilson. We got some other guys. I don't even know who, who the hell they are. Um, yeah, we're gonna have a little multinational uh, uh, flavor to Unadilla this weekend. Yeah, there's quite a few guys. You know, when Paul did the list for handicaps and stuff, there was a number of guys. Um, Harry Coolis, he was awesome at uh, the one GP he did this year. Yeah, you know, he, he beat you know he beat Tim Geyser. Tim didn't have a great week, but I mean yep. he got like eighth in the second moto. Mm-hmm. So he could be good. You know, depending on the weather, we get at Unadilla. But yeah, I mean you've seen guys like remember Cody Cooper was here. He almost Cody Cooper was the closest to ending Stewart's perfect season. Yeah, yeah. Maybe it's Harry Coolis this week to Jet. <laughs> you know, I don't know. Um, but yeah, there's a bunch of guys. I think it's cool that these guys. Yeah. Uh, you know, Tanner Leak is he's a little older. Yeah. He's wait, 30. I forgot. Tanner Leak's racing. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I think he has he has to hold the record for most motocross nations. Maybe Marks or somebody could look into that. No, this, I think he does. Yeah, 19 or something. Yeah. Yeah, he's been there since I was born. I think so. He's. He'll probably hold shot. The guy's like the greatest starter I've ever seen, but maybe not. He, he's he's older, but uh, yeah, I don't know. It's a cool story. A lot of these guys dreamed of coming to America and never had the chance. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, even like Butron, right? Like he dreamed of coming over here and never had the chance, and he got to come here yeah. with the Wildcat guys. So I think it's cool that they do it. Um, Jay Wilson's a interesting one for me. He's a tester. Lives in Japan. Mm-hmm. Does a lot of testing for Yamaha. Um, I know that Michael Byrne had asked to try and get him to race a race, I think, more to see where he's at for maybe motocross the nation. I was going to ask you if this Jed Beaton thing and now Jay Wilson was <laughs> sort of a tryout for these Australian guys. Yeah. 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 I mean, the, the Australian team is taking it very seriously. They've never won the motocross the nations. They really would love to win one of these. And they have, obviously, two really good guys. Mm-hmm. And the third guy, a lot of great options, right? Dean Ferris is still an option. Jed Beaton, you know, um, Jay Wilson, you know, there's a lot of options. Mitch Evans, Factory, you know, Cowie and MXGP. So, yeah, I mean, I wouldn't say it's a straight audition, but you can definitely judge where they're at, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Racing this stuff. So, um, you- yeah, he's on a star bike, so his bike will be good. He's definitely not going to quit or any of that stuff. I just don't know where his speed's at. Do you, I feel of- like he's a, he's a top 10 guy. I mean, look, uh, Beaton was ninth forever and then got dead tired, uh, but he was very comfy in ninth until he got tired. I feel like Jay Wilson will be, you know, top 10. Um, yeah, I don't know. Oh, okay. I, I have I have him like eleven to fourteen. Oh, okay. I think yeah. I think he's a little bit slower than Jay, in my opinion. A little uh, bit, uh, I, you, no, slower than uh, uh, Jed. Yeah. yeah. Um. So I, I, yeah, sorry. I think Jay is a little bit maybe off the pace of, of what Beaton is. Okay. So and Barsha's coming back this week, and I don't know what where Coolis would be or any of that stuff. But yeah, I I wouldn't be surprised if he went eight to twelve or something, or you know somewhere around there. I think it's doable. Yeah, I think uh, that'll be interesting to, for the series um, to see these guys come in and 
he's racing the last three, so that's awesome. You know, yep. um, he's gonna he should really uh, be enjoying himself. Did you see on Twitter that he was worried about his Pulp Fantasy people? <laughs> I did, yeah. I did, and it's funny. <laughs> I mean, the more and more like Futron and all these guys, they you know, I'm getting random texts from like these other country numbers during the week, and no idea where plus four four or plus four seven <laughs> is. And it's like, uh, yeah, you put me on list. Uh, what's my handicap? I'm like, I don't even know who you are. <laughs> like, I'm, go- you know, we're googling guys, and I'm yeah. like, man, this guy's a race since 2012, but he was good. Right, <laughs> you know? So right. it, it, it is cool that that they're into it and stuff. And if I had to guess, Yamaha's having Jay develop a little bit of the bike, mm-hmm. right? Dylan. You know, it's no secret. I think Dylan's leaving Star Yamaha. Yeah. Um, Cooper Webb's, you know, going there, and I think that maybe, Jay, maybe, sorry, Jay is trying to help Star develop the bike a little bit. Yeah. Maybe for next year. Or so. Uh, Barsha's coming back. This is good home track for him. He's done really well at Unadilla before. I remember when he jumped in and, and Dunge was all mad at him. Uh, where do you put him? Like, you know, I think he's in my mind. He's better prepared. He'll be better prepared than Jason Anderson was. Anderson was like, you know, struggling a little bit. I don't see Barsha doing that. He's very, very fit. Um, top five, yeah, both motos to start. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised at all. Yeah. I, I, I told the 18 this week because he's never raced him. I said, hey, there's going to be a 51 bike out there. I said, he is not scared of you. <laughs> so, just so you know, he's like, what do you mean? I said, he, he, he'll saw your wheel off. Yeah, yeah. He's... Just because. Not because you did anything wrong. Or just yeah, no, and then he'll laugh about it after and be like, yeah, that was fun. Yeah. Right. So I said, just, you know, be aware there is another bike out there. It's 51 on it, and it ain't scared of you. So yeah. we laughed about it. No, I think Justin will come out, you know, just like he always does, right? He'll high energy, hometown crowd. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if he let some laps and he was, you know, but – his fitness has always been good. I, I know he has been, you know, out yeah. for a little while. So I could see like a four, four, six or something mm-hmm. on the day, four, five. And I don't know. I'm throwing this at you blind. I should have texted you about it beforehand. But what is? And I didn't. Maybe Mark's knows. What does Jet have to do to clinch? Like if he just goes one one, what? I, I don't know what the points are. I yeah, a one one clinches. He needs five points on. Dylan, oh, I okay. All right. So yeah. he, so he can even lose a moto and clinch. He just needs five points. He he needs five or six points on Dylan. I think is what it was. So but, this I mean, will probably happen. Uh, it could happen. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's definitely not his best track ever. He, he was pretty good there two years ago. Last year he went 7-2. Uh, wasn't a great day. Uh-huh. But, I mean, he, he also wasn't supposed to be very good at Washougal, and he was decent nope. there. So. Yes, yes. <laughs> Washougal was the was JT, and I predicted Sexton would get a moto win at Washougal. Yeah, I, I know Chase is definitely wanting a win. Um, he tested with Honda, mm-hmm. you know, as well. Like I said, Honda was in Florida. They, of course, test with Tate. Chase as well, yep. and I think the test went good. And, uh, yeah. So I, I mean, maybe you can tell us this, Dan. I, from talking at Washougal, from listening to Kiefer, talk to Lars, talk to Chase, you know, they actually were listening to Kiefer and not me, surprisingly. Um, I think that brace frame finds itself back on Chase's bike. Um, if you were at the race, you would know that. I know. I'm not going, but I, I think it is. Uh, I don't know. Chase doesn't ride with us, but I, I don't know. I don't think it is. Oh, okay. All right. I, yeah, I, not, I, I, it seemed like they were going to go back to that direction because he ran in super. I, I, I see. I seen your interviews, and I, I heard it was talked about. If I'm Chase, I put it back on. I mean, we won with it. We won a Supergross title with it. Yeah, that's what I mean. So, and Jet has it on. Yeah. So I mean, for me, I, I put it on. Uh, I, I don't know. Honestly, I don't know. Chase doesn't ride with us. So, I know, but I know. Um, I know they tested. Obviously, they told you the same thing they were supposed to test and all that stuff. So I guess we'll see this weekend. I'm not there either, but. Uh, if I'm Chase, that frame's on my bike. Hey, I want a Supercross title with yeah. it. The guy next to me has it. Yeah. I'm using it. It's funny, like, Chase was like, I mean, maybe I don't think he was just humoring Kiefer, but it was really interesting to hear them talk and him ask Kiefer about Jet's bike. 
and then them go back and forth, you know? Like it was – and Kiefer's – you know, Kiefer does R&D stuff for Honda, so he knows Honda yeah, as well. Yeah, they use a different um, shock, right? Yeah, he uses BFRC, yeah. yeah. Yeah, different shock, but, I mean, I think the rest of it, I mean, other than the brace frame, everything else is the same yeah. for the most part, just settings. But yep. um, um, okay. I, I think Chase will be really good this week. He was good last year there. Yeah. Uh, let's talk a little bit of motocross donations as well. Um, well, no, let's go 250 class for Unadilla before we go into that. Uh, 702-586-7857. Dan Truman here on the Fly Race and Moto 60 show. Dan, pulling the whole hour down. Just absolutely being a hero today. So thanks. Yeah, my, I really don't have you know a lot going on in my life, so I definitely got an extra hour for this. Yeah, thank you very much. I appreciate it because I don't even pay you for this. Um, still giving away the Fly Racing uh, helmet garage uh, bag as well. Uh, 250s. Hayden was amazing at Washougal. Uh, that second moto was was you know one of the best rides we've seen in a long time, especially from a from a kid. Um, three points. What, what's your take? Like, look, Hunter has been the better guy um, most times. Didn't happen at Washougal. You know, nothing really happened to Hunter, and he, he got beat. Um, but every other moto, when Hunter's been able to stay uh, drama free. He's been better, but you've give this kid some confidence. You give this kid a little bit of uh, of blood in the water, and yeah, Dan, we're in for a hell of a six motos, I think. Yeah, I mean, and, uh, obviously I'm a little biased, but I think Hunter has been the best guy. He won the first four races, uh, went into Red Bud, crashed in that second moto start, then the DNF at Southwick, uh, he won Millville, and then uh, for sure Hayden was the best guy in Washougal, 100%. Yep. Um, you know, Hunter was right behind him. Hunter crashed, but Hayden rode unbelievable. Both motos, the kid didn't even look tired after the second moto. It was, it was very impressive. Yep. Um, he, he's only been to Unadilla once. I think last year he rode Amateur Day there. So, mm-hmm. you know, but that didn't really mean anything at Washougal. He'd only been there on a 65. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. Doesn't really mean anything. But, uh, I mean, I still pick Hunter. Uh, he had two DNFs. Um, so there was, you know, 50 points yeah, somewhere on the yeah. table there. And he also got docked seven points, which people forget about from high point. And he still got the points lead. So um, we were running some stats the other day. I'll give you 100 bucks if you can name the one rider that has passed Hunter Lawrence this year uh, without him being crashed, you know, like yeah. Red Bud or, right, uh, right. So, or Millville on the last lap. And I guarantee you can't do it. So. so a few weeks ago, he had never been passed all year. So he, so he has been passed now. Well, um, yeah, we, had, we found some footage of somebody passing him. Okay. Um, yeah. Did it happen recently? Uh, it was Millville. It was Millville? Yeah. Yeah, you're not going to get it. It was Slade Smith. He unlapped himself. Oh shit! Okay, so <laughs> so he he literally hasn't been passed by anybody on the on the lead lap yet. Still, uh, obviously, second moto he crashed on the yeah, last lap. No, like, but other than him crashing, but straight up yeah, nobody straight had passed up, him right. to beat him. I, we were laughing because the Honda guys were there and and they were watching film and and Slade unlapped himself on the last lap and and Honda's like that guy got me. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, All right. Oh, by no, the way, but, uh, update from Unadilla: no brace on Sexton's frame. Yeah. Or, so yeah, somebody Michael Lindsay. Thank you for the update. Um, so yeah, I mean, I don't. I still think Hunter is the best guy, right? Yeah. No one else I do in too. The class can say they haven't been passed, but that doesn't mean. Uh, I mean, Star Yamaha is signing anybody up on a blue bike this week. <laughs> if you ride a blue 250, like come on over. Uh, Styles Robinson's racing. Dax Benick's racing. They got four or five other guys that are racing, and I yeah. would assume that you know we'll all line up close to the 96. But. Um, I think he's got it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, look. I the only thing is, is Hayden. Hayden reminds me a little bit of Carmichael. Uh, in Carmichael's in Carmichael's one twenty five days. Um, you, you know, you give him 
you give him that little bit of a little bit of incentive there, and he may raise his game. You know, uh, but you know, in Millville he had a totally off day for no reason that we could figure out. So maybe it'll happen South, again. Southwick, but. Southwick too, though, right? It wasn't yeah, that's that's sand. I think everybody thought he would struggle at sand a little bit. But yeah, um, I mean, yeah. Washougal could be a track that really suits him well. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, not Washougal, Unadilla. I like Washougal. You know, he could ride there well. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I still think Hunter gets it done. Um, so we'll see. Okay. Uh, yeah, he's he's definitely been the best guy. And like like I, uh, Clinton Fowler told me a few weeks ago, no one has passed him all year. But, uh, you know, Slade Smith now, I guess. Um, yeah, Clinton's got to get better with these stats. <laughs> uh, Dan Truman on the uh, Fly Racing uh, Moto 60 show. Andrew's on one. Let's talk to him. Andrew, uh, what's going on, man? What's your question? Hey, uh, I got a question for you. I know it's a little off topic. Yeah. Sorry about that. But uh, since you got out of the, doing uh, mechanic work and got into the media, and now that you're building a project bike, yeah. I was just curious from a guy who uh, I've got a couple project bikes. I always try to keep one going. And uh, do you still actually enjoy doing the mechanic work, or are you are you doing it just kind of getting through it just so you can have it to look at? No, I enjoy it. Uh, I like, yeah, I enjoy it. You go out to the garage. I mean, it's eight thousand degrees in Vegas now, so I'm not <laughs> sure I enjoy it much now. But no, you go out there. Like I, I go out there for like you know an hour uh, a day and at night and 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 then i'll do the front brake right and then i'll do the linkage and then i'll i'll put the foot pegs on like i kind of just slowly do it at the pace i want to so i'm not under any pressure i put on some music or a podcast and um uh i go ahead and uh and i go you know i'll tell you what this latest project bike i'm working on this bike that dark side screwed me on (laughs) um i got one of those lift stands which i never had before so i have the bike you know foot pegs are tied down and then I jacked the stand up, and I never had one of these in any of my project bikes. They're and, nice. And I, I, this is this has been a game changer for this latest project bike, you know. So. Oh yeah, good. That's cool to hear, man. I was just curious. So thank no, you. I, I like it. Yeah, man. I appreciate it. So thanks for the call. Thanks, Andrew. Yep, absolutely. All right. Uh, all right, Dan. Let's uh, let's talk uh, designations a little bit. I think there's real. I think Hayden's going to go, right? He's going to probably be the top American 250 guy, and I got no problem sending that. Whoever is the top American guy, Justin Cooper, of course, can't go. We need to say that again to people who don't understand. He's getting married. but uh, So Hayden's probably going to end up going. I think that's a great choice. I think there's some groundswell from people I talk to, Dan, about sending Cooper Webb as a second 450 guy or as a 450 guy. We don't know about Sexton. And uh, AP certainly looks like he'd be in the running. I feel like people are like, hey, Coop's, Cooper's been riding this bike. Uh, we, we, we assume he's been riding this bike. Let's wink, nudge, nudge, wink, wink. So he's going to have time on the new Yamaha. He's going to race it at SMX. Uh, there's a week off after SMX and then the designations. I, I don't know I agree with it, Dan, but I think the powers that be are talking about it. <clears throat> yeah, I mean – uh, you didn't see the video online? Uh, <laughs> oh, I actually, uh, I may or may not have been the one to alert someone uh, to that video. Yeah. Uh, um, no, but, I mean, if Chase doesn't go, I mean, first choice would be Chase. And right? I don't Honda, think Chase goes. Do you? I, I don't think so. Right. Honda, okay. Honda did say they would support him yep. if and, he wanted to go. Yep. And, and um, Chase told me he wants to go. So, you know, but he can't come out and say no. He doesn't want to look like a, a jerk, yeah. right? But so I don't I don't think Chase goes. Okay. Um, I don't think Anderson is in the running, or even if he is in the running, I don't know that Callie would support it mm-hmm. or that he goes, mm-hmm. um, at least. So you got Barsha, AP, 
RJ Hampshire could ride a 450, mm-hmm. and uh, and Coop, and Coop is the best one of those guys. You're just going to say that. I mean, his average start, his his starting position. I mean, there's stats on it. You can look them up. Which guy is better than Cooper Webb? I feel like him and AP were pretty much equal. But they weren't. Go look at the results. Okay. So you got and you got no fear of being on the new Yamaha in motocross. Uh, no. I mean, we're going to get to see him race three times on it. But not on motocross. Super motocross. <laughs> better than motocross. Oh, yeah, I guess so. You're right. It's better, it's right? Super. It's super. Right. <laughs> um, okay. So you're on board then? Like, uh, yeah. I'm on board with Coop. Send yep. Coop. Send Coop, uh, Deegan, Ian and um, and AP or Barsha, and they're all gonna, well, probably AP, right? AP and Coop will have a great time. But I mean, <laughs> okay, AP AP didn't do great at Redbud when he was on the team. No, it was it was surprising. Yeah, he was winning the qualifier. He went down. You know, I know mm-hmm. he had a lot of pressure on him. Uh, Barsha is, I think Barsha has raced this track before. Um, yeah, he was there. Uh, the yeah, year they and, they lost. Yeah, he rode yeah, great. And Ernie. Yep. Yeah, he rode great there. Um, you know, he's got a Euro wife. I, I think send Barsha. Barsha will literally, yeah, he'll do whatever yeah. it takes. Yeah, uh, listen, I have, I've been at every destination that Barsha's been at, and I've he, that dude has ridden his balls off. And, yeah. uh, he's, but he's, I think with yeah. Cooper Webb, too, Cooper Webb, is, he's such an American and puts it all on his well, shoulders, you know, when he lost it for America. Coop raced our nay, too. Yeah. Coop, Coop was on that team. Yeah. I just think that, but, I mean, our U.S. team manager is Roger DeCoster. Yeah, I know. Is there an issue there? The, yeah, that's why, you know, RJ on a 450, I, there's been talk of that. Yeah. I mean, you could also, yeah, I mean, I, I've heard all kinds of, you know, rumors and stuff, but RJ on a, RJ will give it all too, right? Like, he's going to, well, I mean. We need, a, we need a guy who can start. Yeah. On a 450, though, maybe he's a better starter. Maybe. Do you want to take that chance? <laughs> not really. Uh, not really. <laughs> I, I mean, send Deegan, Coop, and, and, and Barsha. Like right, like that. That team's got a shot. Poor AP. I, I mean, that's not fair to AP though. Barsha hasn't even raced yet outdoors. So you now you're, you're switching. You're changing your own mind. I don't know. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> it's hard decision. It is. Easy. Yeah, you and I have no say in I this. I mean, Canada's but, easy. You got three really good guys. Just dude, send them. <laughs> we have our best team. Like the three best riders are going for the first time, and I don't know when. You that's know? what I mean. Dude, that screw was the like Canadians. Team, US, yeah. team USA last year. Yeah, so we sent our best guys. We won. Maybe Canada wins. That would be amazing. I mean, France is going to be really hard to beat. Uh, Belgium is going to be hard to beat. So, I mean, the U.S. needs it, to send a legit team. Is Renault going to be ready to go? I know he's back, right? But now yeah. I heard he may be out again this weekend, so I don't know. Yeah, he's going to sit out this weekend, it sounds like. But I think he'll be fine. Okay. Um, it was his ankle. But, I mean, the French team can go February 250. They could go Benestein or Vial. Yep. Uh, I think you go Vial. He won the GP there last year. He's a two-time world champ. Yep. And then for the third spot, you could go Renault. I don't think Dylan goes just because of team stuff. Yep. You know. Yeah. Um, oh, Renault, Febra, and Vial is great. Yeah. Yeah, great team. And Belgium's combined age team is like 40 years old from the three 16-year-olds that'll be there. So yep. those kids will be good. Right. And then uh, yeah, Aussies. the Netherlands. And the Aussies. Yeah. Yeah, Aussies will be good. Just you know, their third rider is. You know, it's it's up to them, really. You know, Mitch did good last year. So, yeah. um, all right, okay. Well, last call here in the Fly Race and Moto Sixty Show, Jason. What's up, man? Yeah, I just got a gripe about the um, raise it up for USA thing. I, I mean, I, it's cool that they're doing it, but I feel like you should do one on the West Coast and the East Coast because I feel like with all the people living on the East Coast now, 
we want to support it, but how can an average person support it in California? Well, but how? I, how well, the East Coast is rather huge. So where do you put the golf tournament on the East Coast? Well, I don't know, like Florida or somewhere like where all the guys uh, live or something. Uh, if they're, don't don't the riders like participate in that? Some of them. Some of them do. Fucking Parabinos, just not doing enough, Jason. That's what it boils <laughs> down to. Yeah. Uh, and the other thing is about Roger DeCoster. Do you think it's time? I think you said it. Is it time for him to step aside or yeah. what's the deal with that? Yeah, it's long past time. Roger's an icon. He's great. But, uh, you know, and, and to me, you put him as an ambassador. You bring him to the race still. You know, you, you, you include him. You know? Who would you pick? Uh, Mitch Payton. Yeah. Mitch what is about great. like Lars or somebody? Uh, you know what? There's a whole dynamic with people who have competing interests, right? People don't like Raj being there because of the bias towards an Austrian brand. So if you put Lars there, people are going to shout about a bias towards a, a red guy. Um, that's true. You, you mean know? the team manager spot? Yeah. Yeah. That's why. That's why Paul's great. Yeah, Parabino. Oh, yeah, sure. yeah be, whatever. Like. Good. I think Peyton would be a great choice. Paul would work. Uh, I would pick Peyton over Paul, to be honest. Mitch uh, wouldn't be biased. I don't think he's done a great job. He worked with Raj for a long time until he was kind of pushed out a little bit. So, um, But, yeah, I think it's long past time, to be honest. I really do. So, cool. Thanks, Jason. Hey, do you want the fly racing, do you want the fly racing uh, helmet garage thing? Sure, absolutely. All right, stay on hold, man. We'll get it to you. All right? Thank you. All right. No problem. Thanks, Jason. Appreciate it. Uh, Nothing against Raj, man. He's just – it's time. It's time. J-Bone. What about J-Bone? Yeah, J-Bone would be good. I mean, still, who do you pick? It's not like they got some crazy – they got some strategy where they're going to pick a better guy. Pick the three best guys. You mean – Yeah, but I'm saying, like, uh, you know, we haven't had the team pitted together. Last year was better, but, you know, it's – I mean, I think Paul and Christina and them are trying to do a better job at that. I I think it's good. I I agree. Uh, all right, Dan, before we let you go, Unadilla, give me your winners. Uh, I'll take the 18 and the 96. Shocking. Shocking. Sorry, I'm going to go out on the limb. No, you're, you're, you're all right with that for sure. Uh, How come you don't ever have to pick winners? It's my show. Oh, okay. I'm going to pick the All-American boy, Hayden Deegan. All-American. Go I, USA. I, some, I don't get on the internet too much, but I heard something about <laughs> you being like – Getting yelled at by people for oh time. yeah, I was canceled. Made America Death or something. To America. Yeah, I, I was canceled. I think at some point, or I've been uh, canceled. I don't know. Um, no, uh, it, like you said, Hunter has been the best guy. This is a very European track, and Hunter's been over here a long time now, but still favors those guys. I think so. Yeah, I do like Hunter to take it. I do because um, when you add in that fact of the Unadilla, and then you add in the fact that he has been the best guy. I would go Hunter Lawrence. And then, yes, the, I would go Jack Pick Lawrence. the best guy showing up that's never raced. You know, here, one of those guys. Oh, I'll go Jay Wilson. I think, I think I'm higher on him than you. Yeah, I think Wilson beats Leoc and Coolis and all these dudes. Yeah. All right. No? You want, you want to put some money on it? No, I'm not much of a gambler. Oh, yeah, yeah, you're right. You're absolutely you're right. Yeah. All right. Uh, get and Athena. Uh, thank you, Dan Truman. Thanks for bringing it in, buddy. Thank you. All right. Thanks. See ya. Uh, that's Dan Truman. Thank you, Plum Creek Funding, Decal Works, Vertex, 100%, Get, Fly Racing, Marks. Yes. Great job. I brought it. Yeah, fantastic. I'm going to bring it again on Monday, don't you worry. Tits? Yeah. Not bad today. Okay. Yeah. I'll be not bad in a week from now. That's okay. why I get yep. paid more. Yeah. <laughs> uh, thanks, everybody, for listening. Thanks for watching. Fly Racing, Moto 60 Show. See you next week. <laughs>